Welcome to another week on Let's Get Real with Coach Menachem Show, Sunday Nights. Originally a Zoom interactive platform where we discuss real life scenarios with real live people. Hi everybody, welcome to tonight's program. Thank you for joining us. Um, tonight's shear is shear 130, and we're to have Rav Goynatzadik, Rav David Goldwasser, with us tonight. And again, I want to start first every week thanking everybody who uh, joins us, uh, who makes the program amazing, and the program keeps on growing and growing. I have a lot to say about tonight, and a few things to mention. First of all, for all the viewers and people that have posted all the WhatsApp statuses, telling people about it, telling friends and family about it, and um, really appreciate it. As we say, this is a Sikhs Haverim. We come here to gather, to get physic, to, to talk, and to get some new ideas and concepts. And uh, thank you all for joining and being part of it. Again, if anybody wants to join our WhatsApp statuses every Sunday, I'll send you the flyers. Please WhatsApp me at 848-525-0066. Again, that's 848-525-0066 and save my number. And I'll send you every Sunday the flyer. If you want to sign up for the weekly email list from Coach Menachem, you go to menachemberical.com. And every week he'll send you out the flyers with all the information and the replays of the Shem Hashem tonight's show will be up there soon in a few hours. So uh, please join. If you're watching the video on YouTube, you can click on the subscribe button. You can also click on the on the like button and join. And every every Monday morning, early morning, when Achim puts up the shear, you get a ding and you know about all the shear that go up. Everything gets posted. And you can, everybody gets chizik. First, I want to start, start off first thing with the advertising sponsors here at the Lakewood Scoop here on Lakewood, Ellie Nairo of Sharon, Five Town Central. A special thank you to Chayla Kaplan and Shulsam from JCN, the Jewish Content Network, for always promoting us across all the digital Jewish platforms. Again, if anybody's here for the first time, every Sunday night at 9.30 on this Zoom ID, with tremendous topics, uh, a lot of special things coming up in the next, uh, from now till Pesach, we're booked, and very interesting stuff. Uh, please join us at Shem next week, September, February 5th. We're going to have an amazing share again. YouTube's rabbi, millions and millions of views, the biggest rabbi on YouTube, Manus Friedman, and we're choosing an interesting topic because he spoke about it a little bit. We want to get really deep. The, the topic is, the Kabbalah of making money and success, how to create the vessel, the Kli, for the Brachat Borean. So please join us next week. It's going to be a very powerful program, very deep. Tonight we have this chus and the honor of having world famous Rabbi David Goldwasser with us. He was here once before, ever, ever, I think it was Rabbi Rosh Hashanah, Rabbi Goldwasser. That's right, that's right. A little story I want to talk about. We'll get into that. We had a, actually one of my good childhood friends was on. He was very sick in the hospital. And he spoke on the Shia and uh, Rabbi Goldwasser actually went to visit him in the hospital. He was nifter a little bit, uh, like a month and a half ago. Menachem and Levera, so I think tonight's share should be Schutzfiz Neshama, and um, Rabbi Goldwasser is no stranger to pain and suffering, so Mr. Shem, hopefully tonight's event will be Mechazek uh, Do'elam tonight, and we'll get into it. Um, let's start let's start off first with the Gematria, and then uh, Coach Menachem will open up. Rabbi Noach Mechubed, Rabbi Noach Fried, the Gematria of Shir 130. What's 130 Gematria? 130. I would like to say something what Ushi always skips every week. We have to say, say of course, especially Yashkayach, Rabbi David Goldwasser for coming on, but a real address Yashkayach, the head coach, moderator Ushi, and Coach Menachem for all the time that they devote for this program, the mysterious nefesh that they have. Hashem should pay them back. Be kifle kiflaya. Amen. 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 Okay, the Gematria. The Gematria. The Gematria. The Matthew of today's share, bridging our pain and suffering, faith and fire, living through birth and pains in the, the Masonic era. The last Psukim in Malachi says, Hine Anoichi Shleich Lecham Esel Yohan Ovi Nifnei Ba Yoy. 
what's talking in the times of Mashiach. So it's very apropos that Yoyol is Gematio 130, today's Shir 130. Beautiful. Beautiful Gematria. And uh, we'll get into another Gematria soon. Let's open up Coach Menachem. We're here tonight. We're gathered in a very powerful topic. Tell us what we're talking about and give us the opening. So before we start, I want to welcome everyone. Welcome everyone to Let's Get Real with Coach Menachem, number 130, Baruch Hashem. Always want to thank all of those that send us feedback, questions, constructive criticism, whatever it is, always welcome to send to coachmenachem.gmail.com. Before, before I open up... Menachem, Menachem, if they have c- c- negative feedback, you should go to coachmenachemspam.gmail.com. Only the positive goes... <laughs> I see them all. I see them all. Before we open up, I want to mention we have a, a sponsor, a very harsh of a sponsor tonight. It's Rabbi Daniel Katz. He's putting together a retreat. We've had him before, and many of you are aware of the work that he does. So he's putting together a retreat in March with 150 Eden from around the world. They're doing a four-day transformational meditation retreat at a beachfront resort in Tulum, Mexico, where you'll learn the Vekas, where you can take your life and avoid Hashem to the whole new level. And many things that you'll learn from there over there is number one, rapidly release fears and emotional blocks. Maintain profound states of inner peace and joy. Unleash your powers of intuition and healing. Dramatically improve your concentration and kavana in tvila. Open your heart to more loving, authentic relationships. Access an infinite inner source of confidence, compassion, and love. And take your amuna and connection to Shabbos, the whole new level. And for more information, you can go Elevation Tulum. T-U-L-U-M dot com and I'm going to send out a Mitzvah Shem in the email more information where you can see the whole program. So tonight, Faith on Fire with, with a hush of a guest, Rabbi Goldwasser, for being with us tonight on this topic. And it's not an easy topic, especially seeing the emails that are coming in that came in. It's Everybody has their story. Everybody has things that they're going through, whatever it is, some more, some less. And I always say, your story is always the worst. Even though other people have it, it may be worse, but it doesn't make a difference. If I'm going through this now, this is the worst for me. And it's very hard. We are now in the parshas of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, which... We know the Ramban and Pashas Boy mentions that this whole Yetzirah and time is to, to realize one thing Hashem wanted to show the world, that everything, every aspect that we see in this world, Hashem runs this world, no matter what. And that's what we saw in Yetzirah and Mitzrayim. And then many people would want to see it today's days, but Hashem says, listen, I did it once. Go learn and see what I did. To be mechazek and amuna, we have to learn the parshas and see what Hashem did. is unbelievable. We can't learn it the way we learned it in second grade. We have to sit down now as, as adults to see it and to see that to get the chizek and amuna betachem to help us in the situations that we're in. Many people feel that we're going through 
whatever whatever we want to call it, we'll call it Hevla Mashiach, and we'll hear tonight much more about it. Sorry. We'll hear tonight if it's Hevla Mashiach, how do we know? But we feel that since the past few years, the stories that we hear, the things that are happening, there must be something behind it. And uh, as us Yidin, what are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to believe? And be machazik ourselves. So Hashem, tonight we have the supposed to have Rabbi Goldwasser, which I believe it's a it's a sugya that he deals with. Um, whether he learns about it or he goes to the hospitals, deals with uh, very very painful situations to give us the physic, to explain, to let us, to guide us. What are we supposed to think? How are we supposed to feel? What are we looking for? And what's our purpose, our mission in these days? Thank you very much. Beautiful opening. Okay, let's review tonight's year, especially after this weekend that happened in Israel. Um, it's very important that we bring up this topic. So uh, this was not pre-planned, but this is the way it's working out. Bridging our pain and suffering, faith on fire, living through the birth pangs of the Messiah era, living through Mashiach's times. So uh, we're going to do a few things for the Shir. First of all, we're going to, Rabbi, Rabbi Goldwasser, let's do this, the Shir and Schuss of our friend that we uh, we both mutually met, Menachem ben Devarez, Nisham Shem Abig Aliyah. Tonight's Shir is also the Gematria 130, which is Gematria I and I. Uh, somebody reached out to me for somebody, they don't want me to say the name, but I'm going to have the person's uh, name in mind, they're having issues with their eyes, seeing, so... And also, I got a tremendous amount of emails this year, more than any year, to be honest with you, of very de detailed sorrow and pain that people are going through and tremendous sorrows that people are going through in Klaus well now. So, uh, Rabbi Goldwasser, I want to be mechabed you to, to uh, say, you know, we could say that capital to him, or we could also say well, maybe 130, Bikamatria, Bikamatria, um, but uh, let's start off with 120, I think 121. Yes. Hold on, let me just get to it. We're going to say it, Rabbi Goldwasser, we'll say <laughs> Could, uh, follow along, say with us. We begin Tehillim. Yeah, let me just put it on. Hold on, give me one sec. I'm going to put it on the screen so everybody can read it together, okay? Excellent. Okay, it's all yours. Shalom Alois, Esoi Nayel Hehorim, Meayin Yovo Esri. As we may imagine, I say, Shomai Voretz, all ye time, Lamoitra Glecho, all your noom, Shomrecho. In a loyal noom below you shun, Shomai Israel. Adunoi Shomrecho, Adunoi Tilcho, Yadiminecho. Yom Mashem Eshla Yakeko, Vioreyach Baloilo, Adunoi Yishwacha Mikoro, Yishmores Nabshecho, Adunoi Yishmores Heshavoyacho, Beatov Yadoilo. Okay. Let me just read a little further here, and then the Rabbi Golwas will take over. Hold on one sec. Okay. So let's show that person, the Chalat Chayla. Hundreds of people that are here tonight, the thousands of people that will come to the, listen to the shir. And um, 
Rabbi Goldwasser, I'm going to read your bio, and then the floor is yours to open it up for the okay? Pleasure. Rabbi David Goldwasser is a rabbi of Kal B'nai Yitzhak in Brooklyn, New York. He's a prominent Torah personality, syndicate columnist, daily radio commenter, and acclaimed speaker known for his exceptional ability to captivate and inspire audience worldwide. His lectures are, are accessed around the globe by thousands of people through the select media outlets. Rabbi David Goldwasser, it's to have you here again today with us. And um, the floor is yours. I don't know how you want to begin, but the floor is yours. It's only one way I can begin. I would like to thank Rabbi Asher, Coach Menachem. What you're doing in this world is the work of Mashiach Tzidkeinu. That the world should be filled with knowledge of Hashem. What you both have done consistently over the years is to provide Klal Yisrael with cutting-edge information, information in Torah, information in Klal Yisrael that needs to get out there. The way that you do it is so beautiful. In such a pleasant way, you should continue for 120 years in good health. The whole program should continue to be to spread the glory of Hashem Yisbarach. Amen. Uh, today's topic, probably if we had the whole night, it would not be enough to give it a fair treatment. We start off in a pasuk from Nach, Ki when I sit in darkness, Hashem orli, Hashem is a light for me. Klal Yisrael never had the times of challenge like we've had these past couple of years. Truth be told, it's been one thing after another. Sometimes I pass by the newspaper, the Hamadiyya, in the uh, special cases. I don't want to see the headlines. I don't want to see it. I'm hoping everything is good in the world. And just let me be clear. Let me be spared today. What we have to know is that sometimes, and it doesn't matter what we're reading, the TED or the press, any of the papers, we want to see good news. We want to see Basurus Tavos. Hashem says, when those times we sit in darkness, when we have an Arab Shabbos like we did last week, and we read and we heard about the horrific terrorist attack on Achenu Bnei Yisrael, on our brothers and our sisters in Eretz Yisrael, it sends a shudder through all of our bodies. It sends a sitter to each and every one of us. Hachai, the person that's living, Simlev, has to pay attention to what is going on. So we have a puzzle, Ki when I sit in the darkness, when these things happen, when I'm in Ephes and the Mashiach, when I realize all that is going on, and I don't have to go too far out of my own door to see the pain and suffering of Klal Yisrael in all different areas, in areas where people need refuas, people need Yeshua's, in heartbreak, in domestic family disturbances, in the area of Shiduchim, that there should be Besurus for all of Klal Yisrael, in the difficulty, in Parnassa, in the fact that a person can go out to buy a carton of eggs and it should cost $8. There are prices today in the economy that is difficult for the normal average family to be able to just get by day to day. We see all the things that are going on in the world, let alone youth at risk, our precious children slipping through our fingers, Tastashalom. 
There's nothing worse than that in the entire world. Ki Hashem says, when you're going to sit in darkness, Hashem or Li, don't worry. There will be a light. There will be a beacon. There will be an or. There will be a time when a person can be mechazik themselves. One of the Mepharshim explained, Ki Eishev, Eishev three osios, Aleph, Shin, Vez. Aleph is a Muna. I have belief. I know that Hashem is doing everything in this world for us. I know called the Abid Rahman that whatever happens, happens for good. I have that Amuna no matter what goes on. They had the Amuna over the years, no matter where it was, whether it was in Iran, in Tehran. Remember the famous trial going back years, whether it was in Siberia, whether it was in the Holocaust, whether it was in Syria, whether it was further back in time, in the time of the Inquisition and all of the bloodshed, the Gezeros Tafatat, all that happened over all the years. We have our Amuna. We keep our Amuna intact. How fascinating it is that the Anima mean that song that you and I sing at every single occasion, occasion that is meaningful, is the uh, Anima mean that was made up in the gate some of us. When was it composed? It was composed in the valley of the shadow of death. It was composed by Yidin that didn't know what the next moment was going to bring them. Yid composed it in a cattle car, in the cattle car on the way to Oshvetzim, to Auschwitz. And on the way, he made such a niggin. Hashem sent it in order to be mechazek, to strengthen all of the people. And that passed on from car to car. A person jumped off the train who knew the niggin and was made to promise him. He had to promise the composer that he would take that niggin. Eventually, eventually, it reached the Heilige Mojitzarebbe. And the Mojitzarebbe publicized that niggin for Klau Yisrael. When we are at our worst, when we are at the time when we are pushed, when we are beaten, when we are pursued, at that moment, we show our greatest. At that moment, we show how high a yin can rise. There is nothing in this entire world that can defeat a yin. Not a national, not international, not one person. There is nothing. Because Hashem gave to us an Hashem Tahira, an Hashem Gavoa, a high soul, a pure soul. And that soul can come up against anything in this world. It can overcome. It can meet any challenge that comes to us in life. All a person needs to do, Aleph, Emunah, a person has to have great faith. The second, Shin, interesting. Simcha, I got to take a happiness in life. I got to be able to smile, even when I don't want to smile. Even when I'm personally upset and I'm experiencing difficulties. Don't forget the sin. Simcha, I got to remain happy. I always have to find some great happiness in life. There is a very important limud that we have by being the Simcha. And it was brought out in one of the svarim that recently uh, were published, Sos Bim Rosecha. And there it says that 
When a person smiles, sometimes we're given schar. So it's very nice you show a nice smile. It's very nice, you know, it says that if you show your smile to another person, it's better than giving them food. So their question is asked, a person needs food, so I'm going to sit in there and smile. How are you? And is that better than the food? Is that better than the drink? Why does the Talmud say it's better than milk, the white of the tea? The answer is because when I smile, I transfer emunah. I transfer my belief. I'm smiling because I know everything that is happening is happening only for the right reason for good. So I smile. I know it. It may be difficult, but I still smile. I never, ever forget. We were together, Coach Menachem and I, a few nights ago. And it was one of the greatest nights, I think, of the entire year. Misameach gathered together hundreds and hundreds, families, adults, children, boys, girls, men, women, all different challenges in this world. And they were gathered in the great American dream. <laughs> you know what I say? I say it's the great Jewish dream a dream that everybody should be together on one night for chizuk. That's the that's a dream of every yid and every good person in the entire world. And they were there, they had activities and they had uh, amusements and the singers came and they were, it was an unbelievable thing. There was one guy, a young adult. He was in the wheelchair and they introduced me to him and I was talking with him and I bent over and Yehuda Green was singing on the stage, and this person in the wheelchair kept showing me his hand, like moving, moving, moving. I couldn't figure out what he was trying to say, and he kept repeating it. Finally, I hopped. He wanted to get up out of the wheelchair. I motioned to one of the volunteers. They picked him up on one side. I tried to help on the other side. Then another guy came to pick him up. He went. He couldn't stand up practically. They stood him up. He wanted to dance. He moved his foot, one foot. And then he tried to move the other foot. And they're standing, holding him up, and he's dancing. And I thought to myself, what is this? He's a godless. What an unbelievable, unbelievable, strong person this is. What a balemuna. He can't dance, but yet he's going to dance anyhow. I tell you the truth, what an ish choshev, what a outstanding person, what a gibor, what a, a man. I, I don't know what could be better in life. I gave him a kiss, and then they put him back into the chair. And I thought to myself, do you see this person? He's got a reason to dance. Look what his situation is. Look at the challenges he goes through in life. But he dances. That's the shin. That's the simcha. And finally, we have beis. Eshev. Beis. The last letter of the word. It stands for bitachon. All of us have faith and trust in the future. We have bitachon. Right now, it may not seem too good. But I do have faith. I do have mitochon in the future. It may seem that I don't have this, but I have full faith that I could have it. I may be lacking in different areas, but I do have a munan mitochon that Hashem Yisbarach can make it right. 
Don't forget, Hayat Hashem Tiktsar is the hand of Hashem ever too short? Hashem is the Koyachal. Hashem is the one that can perform everything. Hashem is not limited by time, by space, by nature. There are no boundaries. Hashem Yisbarach can make a way out of nowhere to help us. And we do see Nisim and flows every day. It takes our bitachon, our trust in Hashem. Today is a new day, just like I wake up in the morning and I'm able to go about my daily schedule. I have full bitachon that today it can be better. Today it can be different. That is the basic idea of what a Jew goes through in life. I just would like to uh, end our beginning by saying it's difficult times. After the past couple of years, if you remember that the Magefa that existed in the world, and then immediately after that, what we had with Stalin, Stalin, Stalin Hasidim, Kedoshim, Tehoirim, what happened in Eretz Yisrael, and then immediately after that, what happened in Miami, and it was difficult for me to take because so many people had called me, so many people came, so many people emailed. I have to tell you, I wrote a kina. Sorry, Rabbi Goldwasser, I unmute. Sorry, Rabbi Goldwasser. Okay. Yeah, you got. Uh, how much should we miss? You cannot. About the kina. I, I penned out a kina. And we didn't hear the beginning. Start from the beginning. Oh, I'm sorry. Just to get it, just to get it. I penned out a kinna. I had nowhere to go with all that was in my heart. So I sat down and I began to write. I called it Hegyan Libi. It's just the thoughts of my heart. And I put it in. We say it in the kinna. A number of communities have taken it on. Unfortunately, there was a need to write a kina in our generation, as they say, also be a Woe is to us that such a thing happened in our days. We have the hope, we have the bitachon, that there is a brighter tomorrow, that there are simchas and klal Yisrael, that there are so many organizations of chesed each and every day, so many shiurim can ayin hara, of so many different subjects and titles and Magide Shir from all over the world, all different types of classes and lectures. It's unbelievable. We are doing great as Klau Yisrael. We are doing better than ever. Anybody that says that this generation is not one of the best generations, I would like to talk with them because I have something to say. Lekute Maran, says, every generation praises your works. Hashem, your works will be praised. But Lekute Maran says, with each succeeding generation, your people, Klal Yisrael, gets better and better and better. Who's like Klal Yisrael? 
This generation is unreal. Never so much Torah, never so much chesed. People, honest, people want to know, people asking shilas, questions of Jewish law. If you ask me, we are one of the best generations that ever existed. We should just be deservant that Beis HaShem, it should be Meshach Tzidkeinu. We should be deservant of the Geula, all the tefillahs, all the prayers, all the tears that were spilled over the generation. We should be zeichet to see it. Of course, it takes a lot of emun in that area. I never forget my own daughter, my own daughter Fagi, came to be the day of her wedding. The day of a wedding, what does a kala think about? What's a chasen think about? So she came over to me and she said, Tati, I, I, I want to ask you a question. I hope it's not upsetting. I said, please ask. She said, you know, grandma never met my chasen. On the day of Tchias HaMesim, how do I know I'm going to be able to find her in order to introduce my chasen to her? When I heard that Shaila, I thought to myself, Eze Emuna, Eze Gatos, Eze Gvura. I believe that we all, for good long years, should have a question about what will be in the future, how it will be with that strength of Emunan Bitochen. If uh, we are ready, I don't want to go too long, if we're ready, uh, maybe to begin uh, the discussions. Okay, beautiful opening. We got a lot of questions tonight, and Hashem, please, anybody who has questions, you should text. There's Asher Parnas questions, you can text all the questions here. Um, and we'll try to, again, live goes first, and this is a very big topic, and everybody has a lot of things to talk about on this topic. So let's try to get there. First, we're going to start off with a poll. Rabbi Goldwasser, we're going to start a poll and let's see what everybody says. Okay. Everybody answer to the best of your ability. Nachmi, you can see it. Okay. In your opinion, this opinion, do you feel that people are going through more challenging times today than in the past 30 years? Yes. Since after the Holocaust, this seems to be an extremely difficult time. Option A. Option B. No, not at all. We have much better today than we ever. Just people focus on the issues more today. They're more focused on the negative. Or option three, it's split. Generally, they're good, but, but almost every person has their own personal terrible situation to deal with. So it's good, but you have a, just everybody's going through their own personal issue, but things in general are good. Second question, do you find in today's generation, do you find people in today's generation to be more, question mark, A, authentic, real, and wanting closeness with Hashem, B, weak and complaining, and when one thing is not exactly how they want it, it's the end of the world, or C, more materialistic, and that's the root cause of today's issues. And this is just this is going where the share is going, so that's why we're asking these questions. Everybody can answer you have a few seconds, and we will take it from there. Rabbi Goldwasser, you see the questions? Yes. Okay, let everybody vote, and then we'll uh, share it, and we'll see what everybody says. Okay, five, four, three, two, one, 
grab a go. Let's go to share with everybody. Here we go. In your opinion, do you feel that people are going through more challenging times today than the past 30 years? 21 percent of people say yes. Since Dalek was, it seems to be the, the most extremely difficult times now. 23% say not, not at all. We have it much better today than we ever did. There's just people focus more on the negative. And 56% people, most people say in, in, it's a general, it's split. Generally, things are good, but each person is having their own terrible situation to deal with. It's like, I mean, I've heard this before, like people say, like everybody has their own little Holocaust and their own little, you know, that's what people seem to be saying. Go ask, you want to comment on this? Or we want to go to the next poll. Uh, definitely. Uh, I do feel a combination of all the, uh, responses is 100% true. We have a difficult time today. Of course, uh, things are much better. Things are uh, much better in terms of our uh, general uh, stance in this world. Uh, we see that there are uh, many uh, Yidin that are uh, able to help others. The Chesed is great. The Torah is great. Uh, the individual challenges seem to be very difficult in our times. Uh, there is in every family something, everybody has a particular tzarech. Very rarely does somebody come in before Yom Naroim or before Yom Tov and say, I don't want to ask for anything. I have nothing special for you to be mispalal, uh for our family or for me. Uh, people have needs. Uh, the youth at risk was never so much, never. Uh, you know, there was a time of assimilation, but in recent days, I used to go to a, uh, a barber uh, when I was little, and he told me something very interesting. Uh, he was not from, but he told me when someone would come in the old country to get a haircut, they would not remove their kippah. They wouldn't take off the yarmulke. They would move it to this side, get a haircut, move it to that side, they'd get a haircut there. I mean, you can imagine what kind of haircut they got. But he said that no one would go to Rosh. No one would take their yamaka, no matter who. He told me that he was Mechal Shabbos. He said, ah, whatever it was, he would never smoke in the community. He said, I would actually go into the forest to smoke because it wasn't accepted. In today's generation, we see a little bit difference of what it is with the youth. And it was predicted by the way in Iqvis of the Meshicha by Rebbe Chonon Wasserman, who wrote this specifically for the days uh, right before Mashiach is coming. I say in that area, more difficult. In the area of personal tsaras, in the area of shiduchim, the things that families are grappling with is very difficult. It's modern day world with all the contemporary problems. We are not insular. We are part of this world in the problems of the world, drug addiction, gambling addiction, internet addiction, all of the various things that have affected everybody, our neighbors, they've affected us as well. So in that area, I'd have to say it is more difficult and we're putting up with a lot. But Hashem gave us uh, the refuah Hashem gave us a lot of great uh, healing. Hashem gave us remedies. Hashem gave us great organizations that are hopefully uh, meeting the challenges of today. We have more available for the children, the therapists that are necessary, uh, the uh, education, miuchad 
for all children, that everybody deserves a chance. We have Rebbeim today in Moros that are more uh, equipped to deal with the generation's uh, particular challenges. So I think in general, we are learning. We're becoming better. Klausel is improving. And in that way, it's unbelievable. That's it, it is something so special. They once took me to a camp many years ago. And the camp was uh, a federation camp. They had over 500 young people. And I believe it was at least 200 staff altogether. So uh, they asked me to have a davening. I uh, don't want to say anything, but the, the davening was not kalocha in the camp. And I had to explain to them that uh, I'll be there. It'll be my pleasure. But I have to make a, a small davening, a separate prayer service. Oh, they were masking and said, whatever we could do for you. So they gave me a small room and they announced that they're having the regular service. And the Rabbi Goldwasser is here uh, for Shabbat. And anybody would like to join him, there'll be a small uh, room. And it was uh, near the lodge. And they said, he's going to be over there. I figured, okay, good. I hope we'll get a minion. I hope. I just want nine. Give me nine. Hashem will take eight. We'll take a safer look. Give me. 10 came, 15 came, 30 came, 40 came. There were so many people, the director said they decided to switch. The place was the amphitheater where they take the main service. They're going to come to the little room and they're going to take me to the amphitheater. I never forget that, Shabbos. Look at Klal Yisrael. Look what they're doing. Look how people want to know, people that don't even know. They want to know. They're thirsting. They're not thirsty for water, just to hear the word of Hashem, the Devar Hashem. And I think that uh, in that way, our generation is a special generation. There's so much good that is happening. Hopefully, as Rav Dessler said, a little bit of light, will be able to dispel a lot, a lot of the darkness that exists in this world. Hi, it's Coach Menachem here. If you enjoyed, please consider supporting us with a small monthly, monthly donation to help sustain the future episodes. And it will be greatly appreciated. Thank you in advance. Okay, well, let's go to the second poll, Rabbi Goldwasser. It says, do you find people in today's generation to be more... 39% of people say authentic, real, and wanting closeness to Hashem. 18% of people say people are weak and complaining, and when things when they get one thing that's not exactly how they want, it's the end of the world. And 43% of people say more materialistic, and that's the root cause of, of issues today. It's very interesting. It's pretty much split between authentic and real and more materialistic. So half people feel like that, half people feel like that. Goldgast, you want to comment on this, or you want to go to the questions? I would love to just skip it, but no. I have to, <laughs> you got the, worst, the most difficult questions. The truth is, I have to tell you, I find it to be that people today are unreal. They are so genuine, so honest, so special. Sometimes a person comes in with a Shila, and I say to myself, if I had that child, I would never ask it. I would be embarrassed to ask it. I wouldn't say it. So many people come, men, women, boys, girls, young people, and they say, 
uh, listen, uh, it's a little bit embarrassing for me to ask this, but uh, it's Torah. So I, I, I'm supposed to ask it, right? And I always tell them, I, you know, it's a chizuk that you ask these questions because it's unreal. It shows how Claudius wants to follow Torah, das Torah, halacha. I do find that people today want to know they don't want to hate, they don't want heterim. If it's not a hundred percent halacha, they don't want to hear it. They don't want to be the ever. They say, "Tell me whatever it is, I will accept it." And I had a couple that came in. It was just a while ago, and the place where the wife worked, it was not the proper atmosphere. So they asked what they should do, and they. We're sitting here in this very room. I had to say the truth. I had to say, I don't believe that the missus should continue her work in that office. As soon as I said it, immediately, both of them were macabre. We came prepared. Whatever the rub was going to say, we were prepared to do it. They quit the job. However, when they left on the from the exit, they knocked on the door and they came back a minute later. I said to myself, I knew they wouldn't be able to keep it. I knew they were going to come back and ask the question. They came back. The wife asked the question. Am I, I left my personal effects there, my whatever, her books and her calculator. Can she go back for it? I said, now that you ask, I would prefer that your husband goes back for it instead. They're macabre. There is Mesiras Nefesh going on on every level. The young people today, the teenagers, the young people, what they're going through, just the problem they have with phones and technology in today's world and what they're exposed to. And the fact that they're able to be strong and they grapple with it. And not to say I, I had in school is unbelievable. Uh, language, language is difficult. You can hear from anybody Words, words that shouldn't be said, words that are curse words, words that are not uh, good, clean words. And yet there are people that have taken on a program never to say a word, even with a hint of something that is not tar, something that is not pure. So I have to say uh, it is a generation that has produced Kiboyrim. Uh, the Sharbas Rabbim says a very interesting thing. Everybody says, yeah, Generation Mashiach, chutzpah yaske, chutzpah, the people, young people, they're brazen, they're azponim, and so forth. Sharbas Rabbim says, no, go the other way on it. Hashem knew in the generation of Mashiach that we are going to be challenged, that there's going to be challenges to our Yiddishkeit. Oh, you want to be from? You want to dress from? <laughs> it's like they did 200 years ago. Oh, you don't want to do this. Oh, you don't want to have a phone. Oh, you don't want to send your picture. Oh, you know this. And people are going to make fun. So Hashem gave chutzpah, azastik dusha, holy impudence. So we should have the koyach to be able to fight. We should have the koyach to be able to stand in the face of challenge and say, you're, doing, you're saying that? Come on. Keep firing. I don't care what you fire. I'm going to stand strong with Hashem. So I would say that our generation is uh, is unbelievable. It's, it, it is such a pride, such a kiddush Hashem, the behavior of everybody, the, the young men and the young women and the things that are going on, the boys and girls. 
the beauty. I was in Yerushalayim a couple of weeks ago. I had this schus, and I'm there in, in the streets of Yerushalayim, their bells, and their boys organized, and they're sitting on the steps going up to one of the buildings, and they're saying, tell him, no rabbi, no teacher, no parent, no guide, just the boys on their own saying to him, and the girls, they gather during Hadlokas Neiris, the place where I was to stay, my sons will gesundsein and stark. And the girls go to a shear during Hadlokas Neiris. In the old days, what did they do? Catch five, go to sleep, uh, relax, put your feet up, <laughs> dremel. What are they doing? They're going for a shear. I'd look as nearest after a hard week. Me Kamcha, tell me who's like Klal Yisrael. There isn't anybody. Now it's time to let's get real. You ready for let's get real? I'm ready. Okay, I have a bunch of live questions. And the Oilam, Rabbi Goldwasser, wants the Oilam to ask all the hard questions. He's here for the hard questions. The easy questions, he could do someplace else. Okay, you're on first. Go. So, um, my question is, how can a person who's struggling with overcoming trauma from emotional abuse, how can someone like that have Tachon and Amuna when they face so much judgment and so much judgment from so many people all the time? Anyone that has uh, endured suffering on that level, the first is my heart goes out to them because nobody can understand their pain. Nobody, no matter what they say, can connect to the level that the individual really needs the connection in. Nobody has a right ever to judge somebody who has gone through anything whatsoever. Never, ever. There is nobody that can be a single judge other than the Borei Olam, other than Hashem himself, no one can judge. A person that has gone through any type of trauma, any type of abuse, any type of very difficult challenge, it doesn't matter whether it was in school or at home, and it doesn't matter who was involved. Anybody that has gone through it, that person is on the level of a tzaddik, a tzaddikas, because they've endured. The kapara is huge. The atonement that that person has gone through, lo aleinu. I, I hope it never, ever will happen again. The individual should build themselves. They should definitely, as uh, the gematria of today's program uh, is 130, it is also the hamin b'ashem. Try to believe in Hashem. Hashem believes in us. Hashem cries with us. Everything that we go through, Hashem sees. Hashem comes into Golos with us. There is a fascinating Yalkut Shmoni that Hashem goes to Gehenna to see the suffering of the Yidin that are in Gehenna, that are down in Gehenna. It's, it can't imagine that Hashem in Gehenna. How, how do you put that together? Hashem suffers with those that suffer. Hashem is with you. Don't ever allow yourself to lose your self-esteem. Keep it. Keep it strong. Shlomo HaMelech was deposed. 
He was taken off of his throne. He was taken and banished. He was nothing, nothing whatsoever. But interesting, he always kept his scepter. He always kept his stick. The great Reb Chaim Shmulevitz said, so what are you, why do you need the stick? He's not the ruler anymore. He's not the, the king in power. The answer is, he was Melech al-Kuloi lam He was the king over the world. He was king over Yerushalayim. When he lost it all, you know what he said? At least I can still be king over my stick. Never, ever lose your self-esteem. You can build yourself up. One day, if you want, you could become a great Rebetzin. If you want, you could become a great leader, the president of the United States. I don't know the laws, who makes royalty in, in England. You could become a princess, a queen. You already are. You're a basmela. Never allow anything to get through to you. Mori Verabi Rabbi Avigdor Miller, Zechot Tzadik Levracha said, take a big, for yourself, a big hurrah. Have very thick skin. When someone compliments an individual, don't let it go to your head. On the other hand, when someone insults you or says a hurtful convent, have thick skin. Do not allow it ever to penetrate. Be strong. Chazak, chazak, chazek. That's the question. Why we say that? <laughs> After the uh, safer is finished, so everybody in shul, you stand up. Chazak, chazak, chazek. Be strong, be strong, be strengthened. Interesting. We are now finishing one safer. We're going to a next. It's a juncture in life. It's a question. Moving on. Will I be successful in the days of head? How am I going to be bold enough to approach the new area? Chazak, chazak. Hashem says, in those times, in any crossroads, remember, be mechazek yourself, strengthen yourself, and go ahead with a tremendous amount of emun and bitachon. Hashem should help you when you say the paragraph, see our affliction, have every affliction in your mind in the Shemonesra. It's the paragraph, see our afflictions. Have it in mind, all your personal, all your personal stuff. Tell Hashem, he's your father. He's your, he's your father in heaven. The Avarachman, a merciful father. He cries for you and he cries with you. Believe me, he cares more than anybody about your personal travails. Hashem Yisbarach should help you. You should have great days of Simcha ahead and Besurus Tavos should fill your life. Amen. Thank you very much. Beautiful, have a good last time. Okay, next love question, you're on. Hi, thank you for taking my question. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel very frustrated that we're going through a lot of pain it could still take another 217 years. And like, I won't even necessarily be alive for that. Or like, then all my suffering is in vain or everyone's like, it's just, I just still feel frustrated. Like it could be so long. And I know that yes, it could come tomorrow, but like how many more days of tomorrow of wishing it could be tomorrow and it's not. It's a very deep question. It's a very good question. 
every bit of suffering that we do has a particular purpose in it. Every bit of suffering that's gone on through all the Jewish tragedies over the years, they have a collective power, a collective power that will continue until Mashiach comes. And we hope Mashiach will come soon. It seems to be that there are a lot of signs that Mashiach's arrival will be quickly in our days. And on the spiral in particular, that you should be there to greet Mashiach, that you should be there in the front row. You should tell Mashiach Tzidkenu how you waited. You should tell Mashiach Tzidkenu the things that you've gone through because he will listen. Never ever lose our sense of inspiration in Mashiach's coming. Know that it is sometimes difficult for us to understand why it's been so long and what has happened. The only thing that we do know is that the Rambam promises us that the moment that the world will warrant and will be ro'oi, will be deserving, Mashiach will come in that moment and that everybody will rejoice all suffering will change. All the things of that there'll be great rejoicing and happiness. All sorrow and upset and wailing will leave. It will be removed from us. We'll only have simcha. I want you to know, especially for you, the Malbim says, of course we know, Hashem will wipe away the tears from everybody's face. The Malbim says something fascinating. That the eyes cry different tears. There are tear ducts that cry tears of sadness, tear ducts that cry tears of simcha. Only those tear ducts of sadness will dry up. But the tear ducts of simcha will continue and continue to operate well after Mashiach will come. We know that in the future, that Mashiach will uh, reinstate a lot of our happiness, that there'll be a lot of simchas in the future, and we look forward to it. We pray each and every day. We have a munah each and every single day, and that Hashem should help us right now in our own generation, that things should be better. Every month, we continue to say, Hashem who did the miracles for our father should do miracles for us. And Hashem should redeem us. That Hashem should take us out of any type of bad situation, of any type of challenge that we have and allow us to be happy and to be besimcha. And especially for you who has gone through whatever I can imagine but whatever you've gone through, we say, Hashem, make me happy, commensurate with the days that I suffered. All the days that I had challenges and that I suffered, turn it around. Make me commensurate with that, happy in besimcha, with mazel and with bracha. We all have the chance. Right the day after Tinus Esther, Tinus Esther, if you don't like the fast or it's difficult for you, you got Tinus Esther. You're screaming there. We're saying, uh, 
And then the next day, we're dancing in the streets. It's Purim. Know that when you go through a tiny sester in life, don't get lost. Don't get lost in the forest. Still keep your eye on the tree. Know that you're going to get out of it. Know that one day things will be better. One day you'll make a giant Berchasoda. I never forget Rabiona Monk. He wandered into the shul one day. Rabiona Monk. And he said, can I make a, uh, a brocha? I said, of course. Which brocha do you want to make? He said, Berchasagomel. I say, okay, please, Berchavod. They gave him an aliyah, and the elderly man said, Berchasagomel. He said to me, I never felt, I went through a tzara years ago, but I never felt out of the forest. Today I feel I'm out of the forest and I want to make the brocha. For all of us, we should be able to make a big berchasagaymo. We should be redeemed from whatever we are currently going through, whatever we went through, and Hashem should heal it up, just like it says when Mashiach comes, we'll be healed physically, psychologically, all should be healed. The one who had difficulty with her eyes, she should be healed. And as the great Reb Chaim said, if it's possible to get the os ayin, the letter ayin, when someone is writing a Sefer Torah to have the os ayin written for the individual that is experiencing difficulty with their eyes, it would be uh, certainly a good idea. Should be bracha for everybody, those that have gone through a challenge, any abuse, or any type of a challenge in their family or in school or in work or anywhere. Beis Hashem Yisbarach should be big simchas in this future. Okay, Rabbi Goldwasser. The question came in. I'm going to try to read it and hopefully get some uh, clarity on this. I've had this question for many years, almost my entire life. I've had many life struggles, one after another. I pull myself together and survive. That problem just goes into a new problem. Now at the age of almost 50, I can't, under, I can't understand and seem to get this question out of my mind. Somebody's lifelong question. It seems to me that some people, even though everyone has some kind of struggle, still seem to have a more Cadillac version of life. While others are dealing with much more stress and severe problems, it seems never ending. I believe Hashem is ultimately just, but it's hard to accept my life is so truly so much harder than everyone else around me, my peers I associate with. Can you please help me, I guess, reframe Tzadik Varala? The question is, they feel that their Tzadik is for all their life. They've been going through so much stuff one after another. And even though they, they recognize that other people have different Tzadik, but their Tzadik are always on a much higher, stronger level. So why do they get the broken down car version and the other people are driving, you know, Cadillacs? That's... It's a, a question that is it's standing at the heights of the world. Whenever a person sees another individual, they have it easier. It's smoother, better family, uh, better financial picture, uh, better health, better friends. It's also always difficult because you look at it and they say, uh, why am I different? The truth is, if we would only know that every single prat in our entire life is Bahashkocha, is divine providence. 
there are times when a person could say, I don't understand why I have to go through this. I don't really understand what good could come out of it. We can never tell. Uh, the fact that there are people that have easier lives, it is true. But Masila Sisharim says something interesting. If things are too easy, if things are going too good, if everything just goes perfectly, you got to start worrying because you don't know. We get a kapara sometimes. I get a smack. We get a kapara sometimes. I lose something. Somebody insults me. I was let go from something that I really wanted. An individual should never, ever think that they have a gliklach. They are bale mazel. They are charm people. Me, <laughs> I'm a nebach, hazid case, as they say in the community. I, uh, you know, somebody like me, it's, uh, I'm a nebach. There's no nebach in Klal Yisrael because each person, they take on the suffering, not only for themselves, but for Klal Yisrael. If one individual suffers, they should know that they are gaining themselves in Olam Mole by dealing with it and saying, I'm a Kabul. I'm a Kabul Yisurim Ba'ava. I am accepting my affliction with love. Is it easy? Do I wish for them a much better life? Do I wish for them a mansion? A mansion in Yerushalayim? Yes, I do. Do I wish for them that they should have perfect health? I wish it with every fiber in my being, and I do. Do I wish that they had plenty of money flowing from their pockets and their wallets? Yes, I do. Do I wish that they have the best shiduchim? Yes, a thousand percent I do. I wish every area of life should be so perfect for them. They're a muna complete. They're able to learn Torah with a clear hand, with a chloracop. I wish everything for them. But when it doesn't happen exactly like that, I know that there is such a thing that whatever I'm going through right now is also good, even sometimes the patch. There was a, in Eretz Yisrael, there was a, uh, an older bocher, as they say. You know, I'm not talking uh, young, older bocher. He didn't get married. He tried. He went out. He went to Shantanim. It just wasn't going. Hey, learning. He's learning in yeshiva. Every Friday afternoon, he goes to visit his elderly grandma. His elderly grandma is in a home. And he goes to visit her Friday before he goes home. He went, he did his chesed, he comes into the grandma in the home where she uh, stays. And when he goes over to her, she says to him, uh, where are my teeth? Her, her false teeth, the dentures. He says, I, I, I don't know. She said, you do know, where are my teeth? He says, grandma, I, I don't know, I, I didn't take them. Why did you do that? You think it's nice to take the teeth? You know is a game? She begins to yell at him. When he denies it, finally, she takes her hand and smacks him across the face. Sarna Yogan, it's not bad enough what he goes through. It's not bad enough that he has to go Friday afternoon, everybody else rushing to their home, getting ready. And he knows he has nothing to rush home for his parents. He felt bad enough. He continued to look 
for the teeth. Finally, he found them. They fell under the bed and he gave it to her. You know, we think that nobody knows what we go through. He left that room and truth be told, he was down. He left. Nobody saw it. Sometimes nobody we think sees our tsaras. But there was one person in the next room peeking behind that curtain that divides up the patients. It was a woman, the daughter of an elderly man in the other side of the curtain. She heard the noise when the grandma began to say, where did you take the So she thought something was wrong. She peeked. She saw all that happened. She saw the smack that he took. She went over to the desk and said, is there any way that I could get the telephone of the daughter of the woman that is next door, the woman who was lying in the bed? They went through all the laws and whatever. Finally, she did get the number. She called up. She spoke to this guy's mother who got the smack and she said, listen, I don't know really your family. I see your son. He comes every week like clockwork. I have a daughter who's older. And I thought, you know, just a mother talking. I thought maybe your son would maybe like to meet her. Maybe it's a shidduch. The mother was all too happy. She hadn't got a call like that in a long time. So they made the shidduch. They went out. Schus of the chesed. They got married. On the night of the chuppah, after the chuppah, before going to all the guests, they had something they had to do, the chassan and kala. They had to pay a visit to the grandma. And they both came. The kala in her dress and the chassan in his finery. They came to the room to get a bracha from the baba. Why? Because it was not in spite of the smack that the simcha came about. It was because of it. In life, when a person gets a smack in life, when a person goes through tzaras, they should know that it is plowing the way for big simchas and for b'suras tavas. Rabbi Chonin said that sometimes the farmer got to break up the ground. He's got to do a lot of things that looks like it's destroying the ground. But the truth is he's cultivating. She's cultivating the ground for future fruits and vegetables, and wheat, and grains, and all the brachas, and the shiva minim, and all the beautiful things in the world. I bench you that you should have only good. I bench you that life should become better and better with each passing day. I bench you that when you say the bracha she'osali kotsaki, that Hashem will do everything for you, and all your needs will be met all those that you even dream about being met should be for you. Beautiful, Rabbi Goldwasser. Really beautiful.
Okay, let's go to the next live question. You're on. Okay, Rabbi Goldwasser, first of all, thank you so, so much. That was so, so inspiring what you just said. Um, this is a question that has been troubling both myself and my five children for a number of years. I'm a divorced woman with teens, twenties. Their father is mentally ill, obsessive compulsive personality disorder, autism, very difficult, manipulative, obsessive person. They all have relationships with him, very limited relationships because they need to keep their sanity. And they have a lot of questions, and I also do, and I don't have good, what's gonna happen when Mashiach comes? Patti's gonna be cured. He's gonna have a different personality. He's a different person. We're not gonna remember all the bad, bad things that happened and that he did to us. Is he gonna remarry you? Do you want that to happen? So I'm interested to hear what I can answer. It's a painful question. It's a painful question. First, Hashem should help you with the five children. It should be Zohar to become great, each one of the five, in spite of the difficult times and the turbulence that they have gone through and that you've gone through. You should be Zohar to be a mama, em habonim smecha, you'll be dancing from one simcha to the next. Hashem should give you everything, that the children should all grow great. The short answer is that there is a healing that will happen in the future, that people will be healed physically, and of course, mentally, that a person will be once again, they'll be able to straighten out their brain, the truth will hit every individual. They'll be able to see themselves in a different light. Mashiach Tzidkenu will come to heal those that are broken uh, in the time of the great era of Mashiach. A lot of good things will happen. We have a lot of Chazal, a lot of the saying of the sages, a lot of psukim that point out in the future that there will be happiness and tranquility. Not only will the lion and the lamb dwell together in peace, but all war will stop. As we know that the that the, uh, the spears will turn into plowshares and the, uh, all the different weapons of war will become agricultural tools. Things will happen differently in the future. So, Hopefully the father will have a big refuah shalema and he will un, he'll be able to get himself together and understand within the context of what has happened over the past and that uh, wrongs can be amended and uh, certain things, I'm sure, mechila, uh, forgiveness and other types of things will take place at that time. There'll be shalom in the world. There'll be great peace. Uh, for the future as to marriage, uh, that is entirely up to an individual. According to the Rambam, life will continue as, uh, as we know it. The only thing is we won't be subservient to any nation. We will not have to pay any taxes. 
there will be a much different uh, look at each of our lives. Uh, your family in particular that has gone through so much, there isn't a question, will be at the head. Like when you come into a simcha, so they're bali simcha, your family is going to be from the bali simcha. You're going to be from the hosts of the entire Sud of Mashiach. I have no question whatsoever. Be machasik the children and tell them what they have to look forward to. Be machasik them. I'm sure you're the greatest mom in the world. Uh, it says that whenever one member, there are three partners in man, a father, a mother, and Hashem. And whenever one partner isn't there for whatever reason, absentee, then the other two starken up a lot. They strengthen, they kick much more in. So I'm sure that Hashem Yisbarach helps and will continue to help the, the ability that we have to rely on Hashem. Hashem says, We say, Hashem, I put myself in your hands. You can do everything. You will help me in anything. You're with me every step of the way. Hashem will help that the entire family will have whatever it needs until then. And then afterwards, all the pieces will fall beautifully into place. Be mechazik them, strengthen them, tell them that they are a special, special family. And what they've gone through will only make them, and I shudder to say it, stronger and better equipped to face the challenges ahead. They will know what to do. They'll know what to do to meet the challenges. Someone that had it so easy and they had a cushioned life and everything worked out so perfectly, they may not be able to uh, deal with challenge so much. But your family, I'm sure, will be able to. You should have chizuk. You should have a tremendous uh, amount of self self-esteem for what you're doing, for what you've done, and you should continue. The Boreolam should just help that uh, your family goes from strength to strength with great, uh, with great spiritual and physical material blessings. Amen. Thank you. That was such a broad um, covering all the bases response, and I'm really appreciative. Thank you. Let's cover this. It's two questions. I'm going to read them together, though. <clears throat> I'm looking around, and it's very hard for me to see the positives in the world where there's so much pain. I've heard in the past that all the parts of Hevel and Mashiach. What are some signs that we're in the good that we're in that good that we are in that period of time? Question. Second question. With all the rare and crazy events happening in today's world, a few examples: high levels of anti-Semitism, COVID, Surfside, Beron, Kash Shabbos, what happened in Shulaim, innocent people going to Shul to Daven were shot down and killed for no reason. How can we understand the birth pangs of Mashiach in our generation with the current events? Uh, some of the signs of Mashiach Tzidkenu, one, we know that it says that the uh, honor will be difficult, the cover that one has uh, for a mother, a father, uh, a mother-in-law, father-in-law, which is at the highest level of uh, chiyuv, highest level of obligation, 
we do learn uh, both in the Rambam and uh, also we learn it in the uh, Gemara of uh, several different places that there are going to be challenges in that area. And we do see now that there are challenges. Chutzpah that there will be insolence, that there is going to be chutzpah. We do see it. The, the young people are great. But how many times we hear, if I would have said to my father what you're saying, or a teacher, all of a sudden in class, there'll be a student that will remark something that's not exactly respectful. We know that it's Ikvus and Mashiach, these are signs of Mashiach Tzidkenu. We also learn that there will be uh, in the government, there'll be a lack of morals, there will be a lack of uh, ethics, which we do see uh, all the time that the level is less and less in society of what becomes accepted, what becomes tolerated. Uh, we know that uh, as well it says, that the truth will be hidden. It will be very difficult for a person to know the truth. And it also says that the leaders, that it will be like a dog. And Rebbe Chonin explains it that sometimes uh, there'll be a difficulty uh, that the leadership uh, will be uh, lagging behind that there will be uh, people that will try to dictate what the direction should be for Klal Yisrael and will not pay attention uh, to the leaders. It also talks about the uh, finances in terms of the economics. What we're dealing with now is uh, inflation. We've never seen before, difficult to get products. Those products that a person can get uh, are extremely uh, costly. It's difficult, and uh, I would say that any grocer, any supermarket, any distributive food that can make a day that they cut the prices, that they slash the prices, and it would be the greatest single effort that a person could make. Allow everybody to come in and to be able to buy one day, buy one day at cost price, one day let them have distribution. It would be a lot, especially for your average family that is having difficulty making it. Uh, we, don't, we don't realize what it means today. The prices have gone up so much. So we just take a look at it and say, that's the way it, it must be. It's, uh, it's difficult. You know, they joked when Hanukkah came along and the donuts cost that much. Okay, maybe a person doesn't need to have a jelly donut Maybe they do need to have a donut. I mean, it depends how you puskin. But one thing I know, we need eggs, we need bread, we need milk, we need the staples. We need that. Any supermarket, any owner of any food distribution, they can do something. I don't care if it's one day a year or if it's one day a month or one day a week and you can do it. I personally will be maftiach. I promise them the greatest Brooklyn Klal Yisrael. You care about the Mazonas, about the sustenance of our people. I have no question that you're going to get the biggest Brocha from Shemaim, that Hashem will bench you. It is difficult. I, I, I'm going to share with you. A young couple came in and they asked me about Chinuch, young couple. They asked me about the Chinuch of the new, uh, the boys going into school. 
Agav, they asked me about a certain item. Of course, they're eating Cholisov, but it's a little bit uh, more expensive than Cholisov. They asked me if they could be makel in that area. In that one food item, I tell you the truth, I felt very bad. When they left, I said to myself, a couple like that, they look like their average income, not doing bad. And they come to ask me about an item, in the difference in price. I think families are, to a great extent, families are going through some financial crisis. Whether it's a little crisis or a big crisis, it doesn't matter. Anything that can be done, anybody that has an idea, anybody that can implement the idea, it will be doing a great service to Klal Yisrael. These are some of the uh, simonim of the uh, of Mashiach's coming. And of course, uh, Gedoli Yisrael have said that there are certain simonim that does point that we are in the direction to be Makabo Mashiach. I wouldn't be surprised if any day now, the person will hear the Shoifer Gadol. I wouldn't be surprised at all that uh, Mashiach's uh, arrival would be announced uh, quickly. It certainly seems with all that is happening in the world, in the movement that is going on throughout the entire world, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if Mashiach was not around the corner. And I have to tell you, uh, just the fact that we have the beautiful program, Coach Menachem, every week, hundreds and hundreds of people listening in. I don't think you ever had a share in all the years where there was that participation week after week in Ayanhara. So it seems to me that uh, Mashiach's footsteps are here. If you listen closely, you can hear the footsteps. Amen. It's a shame. Okay, we have another, another live question. You're on. Okay, can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Okay, Rabbi Goldwasser, so thank you, thank you, thank you. This is amazing. Question. Of course, we always teach our children that everything Hashem does is good. But how do we explain to children who have a sibling that's off the derech that that's also good? One of the hardest things in the entire world is a sibling that's off the derech. It is so difficult for the other children, for the parents. There's nothing more heartbreaking than a child. I have uh, just Agav, I have a tefillah from the Chazonish that can be said that an individual uh, can be mispalo, and you can even include the name uh, in Shmona Esrei, and it has a small tefillah. I would certainly be happy to share it with anybody for the person that has uh, uh, right now departed from the way of the family, from the way of Torah. I would explain to the rest of the children that it is sometimes difficult that there is a very uh, great um, desire, not from the good malach, but there is a desire that people should go after Derech. 
because they're not very happy with seeing everybody serving Hashem and learning Torah and doing the right thing. It's a world we can explain that has a lot of difficulties. And we can even say that there are a lot of influences uh, in the world. Each of us, we pray every day. Each of us, the greatest rabbi, the greatest rabbitson, the most stark yeshiva bocha, the most stark Beis Yaakov girl. Every single day we pray that we shouldn't be influenced, that I should only come into the right thing. Help me, Hashem, distance me from all of these things. Hashem, keep me away from all of these things. Let them not have any part in my life, Shalom. All of us have to be worried about it. The young people that go off, they're going to come back on. They're going to come back big time. We're mispalo for them uh, several different times. The Nabi says, that every child that went away, were mispalo, that they come back big time. And it's going to happen. They're going to come back. Never lose hope for them. There was an incident from the stipler. There was a family that had a guy back in the time of the stipler, the father of the great Gaon, the Sarah Torah, Reb Chaim Kanievsky, the father, back in the father's time in B'nai Brach, there was a guy that went off. So the family, naturally, the most important time of the whole year is when we sit around the Seder, all of us together, each and every one of us, biyachad. There's no time like the Seder. So everybody's there waiting. The guy doesn't show. They wait half an hour. They're waiting for this youth at risk to come. He doesn't show up for the Seder. And they're waiting. They're waiting to make Kiddush. They're waiting to make all of the Haggadah and Tasakashas and to sing and to eat Hamoitzi and the Matzah and the Marah. They wait. Finally, you have to ask Das Torah. They went to the Heilige Stipler and they asked the Stipler, can we begin to eat? We waited already an hour. The Stipler said, wait. They went back home. They waited another hour. They're worried already. They went back to the Stipler. They said, Stipler, he didn't come yet. What should we do? Can, can we begin now? The Stipler said, wait. They waited. One more time, they went back to the stipler. The stipler said, could you wait a little bit more? They waited. Almost chatzos, midnight. The guy comes in, shocked, looks at the table, sees there's not one thing that has been touched, that the wine is in the cup, that the matzahs are still under the special cover, that everybody is standing, waiting, Nobody has done anything. His state is waiting for him. Hold out. He takes his place. They make Kiddush. And he puts his head down on the table. And he cries. Later, later that night, he said, if they wouldn't have waited for him, he doesn't know what he would have done, where he would go, what would have happened. It's something that the family has to pull together. 
understand what the youth, the one who is not with the program right now, understand what he or she is going through. Love them for it. Don't judge them. Bring them even closer. Always make sure that you have a special place in your heart for them. Never stop davening. Never stop praying for them. Never, ever give up one iota of hope. A person should know that there was a great chassid, Rabbi Yasser, and he had a son that went off. A great chassid, a, a, a tzaddik. He had a son that went off. He learned in the koilo. He's older, and he's learning in the koilo. One day they came across a very shver rambam, a difficult piece of the Maimonides to understand. The Rambam said that even though today a person could be a sinner, even though today a person could be far distance from Hashem, even though today a person may even be disliked. However, they do tshuva. In one moment, Hashem says, they're an ahuv, they're a beloved, they're yedid, they're my friend, Hashem says, my friend. It goes through all these beautiful things. So they start talking about each of them, the kolel fellows, they couldn't understand that Rambam. How could it be that the day before they're like that and then all of a sudden the person is a Yedid of Hashem, a beloved? Rabbi Yasser stood up and said, listen, I want to explain to you the pshat. I want to tell you the commentary in this Rambam. My own son, my own son, I don't even know where he's at. I don't even know what he's done. I don't even want to hear the reports. Do you think that if I go home today and he knocks on the door, do you think I hesitate? Do you think I don't open the door up? Do you don't think I kiss him and I hug him and I love him like I never loved him before? Do you think that he will not become my favorite son? Do you think he will not become the most precious child that I could have ever brought into this world? That I want to explain to us upshot this Rambam. We should be Zoha to see all of those that went away, they came back. Osios Parchos Pa'avir. One of the Mepharshim say, what were those letters from Ebekiva that flew into the air? Those are all the people that went away that we have to bring back. The Osios, those letters back into the Torah. The Heiliger of Nachman, Lukutamaran said there are, as we know, 600,000 oisius batayra. Each yid is an ois. Every yid is a letter. He says when we're writing our Sefer Torah, we have to make sure that the Sefer Torah of Klal Yisrael is whole, that any letter that has faded or fallen off is filled in. We are the soifrim of the Sefer Torah Shel Mashiach. Be'ez HaShem Yisbarach. All the children should come back big time. They should be restored to their former glory. They should come to HaShem and the idea of HaShem, and we shall accept them, as we say in the very last tefillah of Yom Noroi Manoshan Rabbah, Kabli Manayach Um Accept your sons and your daughters. May we see them come back quickly in our days. Wow. That was powerful. Um, another question that came in. Does Baruch Hashem for me, most things are good and stable now. 
but I'm looking around at some of my neighbors and family members. They're dealing with very difficult situations. I want to be there for them. But firstly, I'm very uncomfortable asking them what they need, talking to them about it. It is a sensitive topic. And also practically, what can I do to be there for them? When a person has uh, a question whether to uh, tell somebody uh, or ask them what they need, I would uh, enter into a general discussion and uh, see if I could bring the discussion around to some of the things that they may be missing, some of the things that they could use. Uh, there are various uh, ways to bring things up that uh, don't make it uh, upsetting, you know, that we're saying if I could ever be of help to you in any way, if there's something that I might do to make your life a little bit easier, could you share it with me? Uh, we should uh, generally ask. And people in today's generation, I find that uh, if they do need something and they would like your assistance, they will uh, ask. It is one of the greatest brachos that uh, we have to be able to help another yid. Uh, the chesed that we do is huge, and it is a tremendous uh, bracha for our own life for many things. Uh, and we need things ourselves, of course. However, when we help another person, we help to stock in ourselves as well. Whenever we lend a hand, whenever we open up our table to others, and we have somebody Maybe not the person that everybody want, runs to invite. Maybe not the one who's in the top of the social uh, echelon in society. Maybe it's just an individual that will not have another place to go. A person's not so easy to have. An individual that maybe says, you know, in the middle of the Suda, maybe says something that doesn't make sense. It doesn't matter. I remember there was a Yid in East Flatbush, Rabbi Diskin. And I heard one time Rabbi Miller call him a Baal Nefesh. I never heard him call anybody else a Baal Nefesh. So I asked him, what does Rabbi Diskin do special? He lived near an institution. In that institution, there were people that Nabach needed to have a big refua mentally. He took people every Friday night in Shabbos, around his table from that institution. Rabbi Milikoma Baal Nefesh. If you help out another yid, you help out your own family, you're Baal Nefesh. You're doing the biggest work, the chazakta, that Hashem wants us to do in this world. The biggest is caring about another yid and helping them in any way. Be mechuzak, be strong. Whatever you have that you can give over, give over. Though you light one candle, as we learn in the Madrash, one candle can light a thousand candles. But you know the interesting thing is? The original flame is still on the first candle that lit all the other candles. On Hanukkah, you light eight candles. But that candle, the Shabbos, you can always keep. It will be lit. The same way in life, you say, I don't know how I could do it. I don't know if I'll be able to. Don't worry about it. Lend your light. Spread the light. Spread your chesed to others. You will find that you will become bigger. You'll find the greater capacity to be able to help others. 
This is the bracha that is inherent in any maisa chesed that a person does. They will never lose. Never, ever will they lose in this world. They'll only gain from it. Well, here's an interesting question and maybe a concept that we need to talk about. So number one, I'm listening to all the chizik you're giving and thank you for that. However, honestly, I have a fear of Mashiach. I don't know what will be then. Um, there are many different ideas that I hear. Basically, I have a real fear. And here's another question, basically the same thing. I'm honestly afraid for Mashiach. We're always told if we don't do tshuva, then we won't be zaycha. And I do many bad things. I'm scared I won't be zaycha. Is this the right attitude? We certainly look at Mashiach's coming uh, not to be scared, but rather for the greatness of the day. Uh, remember, we have a pasuk, that Hashem's ways are pleasant ways. Hashem does not want us to be scared of anything. Hashem only wants that we should understand the greatness of the future day. That that day is going to be a great day that we'll all want to welcome, that we'll all want to be present, that we'll all want to be there. There'll be a celebration. There'll be a great simcha on that day. It's like you're going to the biggest chasa in the world or the biggest bar mitzvah or bas mitzvah, whatever you're going to, it'll be the greatest simcha. That's the way a person has to view a Mashiach in the future. Will we have all a chance to do tshuva? We try every day, every one of us. On some level, we're doing tshuva. We hope by that time that we will have reached a certain level of tshuva. We hope by that time that Hashem will help us, that we will be masakin whatever we need, any tikkunim, any rectification that we need, that we'll be able to get to that level, not to be scared. Hashem only wants it for us to be healthy, to be strong, to be able to live into the future, to experience the time in Akris Ayomim, in the uh, days and the future, what will be so glorious. The ones that we always talk about, on that day, on that day, the greatness that we're all going to be able to see. That's the what we've waited for. That's the hope that we want. That's the salvation that we're all looking forward to. That's the time of our great simcha when we're going to dance. Everybody is going to gather together to dance. Even those that have passed on in years past, everyone will get gathered together. Hashem Yisbarak will make a mochel at tzaddikim, all the great tzaddikim, the heiliger of Chaim and Rebel Yashav, and all the great tzaddikim and the satmarov and all of the various rabbis from all the different cries and they'll gather together and all the Rosh Hashim. And Hashem Yisbarach will be there. <laughs> Can you imagine the simcha? Can you imagine what a person will be able to look at in that time? It'll be the biggest knesia. It'll be the biggest convention of all the tzaddikim and the nashim tzidkaniyos. It's a time to look forward to. Don't be afraid. It's, of course, a lot of things are going to happen in the world, but Hashem only wants that it should be good for us. Hashem only wants that there should be simcha for us, that there should be happiness filling our lives, and that future happiness will be like none 
that we have ever experienced. If, if we could stop for a minute, I'm just wondering, because we got some messages that the people have fear of Hashem, a virus and fear. Many people, they hear the concepts and they're looking forward. They want to look forward. What does it come from that they have this fear of Hashem? Where does it come from and what could they do to change that? Um, Coach Menachem is saying probably a number one question today because a lot of times people don't realize it. And, you know, when they're teaching, so they say, uh, you have to be afraid, uh, you have to tremble. The truth is, we tremble, but we rejoice. And Hashem wants us to be Saka. You know, there are two types of teachers. One type of teacher, they grade the test and they're looking, oh, they didn't cross the T. Oh, they didn't dot the I. I better take off three points, right? The other teacher says, look how beautiful they made the test. Their greatest uh, attribute is not spelling or grammar, but look at the beauty that they know the answers and they listen in class. And that teacher gives them an olive plus. I side with the second teacher. I think that Hashem Yisbarach wants us all to pass. Hashem wants us to do good. Hashem is waiting just that we should do some good things. Hashem waited for Rishoyim to do tshuva. Hashem waited. Look what happened in the time. Yeruvah ben Nevat. Hashem said, do tshuva. We'll walk in Ganeiden. Yeruvah ben Nevat said, okay, uh, it's going to be me, you, and Ben Ishai. Who's going first? Hashem said, Ben Ishai. Hey, Yeruvah ben Bye, Hashem, not interested. Hashem is interested in Paro Melech Mitzrayim. He walks out of the water, goes to Nineveh, becomes a Melech. Hashem wants us, wants our tshuva, is waiting for us, loves us with the greatest compassion, not to be scared. What is the Ema? So Masil Sishar with the Ramchal says, the Yira is, I don't want to lose my close connection. That's what I'm afraid of. I am my best friend. I am my mommy. I have my father. I, whoever, whoever you're close to. I know if I do certain things, I'm going to distance myself. They're not going to be the best friend anymore. That I'm afraid of. That's the year of Shemaim that I have to have. That Hashem, is, there's going to be a distance that's created. The worst thing in the world, you come to your best friend and they don't pay you any attention. You come in and you're so happy to see them and they don't respond. You know how many people get upset and come to me that their friend didn't treat them well or it seems to be that they cooled off the friendship or that their mother didn't accept them or their father didn't give them a hug. One time, a young person said, one time, I just want a hug. Maybe once a year will be good enough. So... I think that the era that we have is a fear. Certainly we know there is scharva onesh. It's a reality, it's a fact of life. So I do have to have the fear that if I don't do the wrong thing, then I'm not rewarded in that point. So I have to have a little bit yirat shamayim. I have to have a little fear. It keeps me on the straight and narrow. It has me doing the correct things. If I don't care, I don't have your Shamayim. 
So, <laughs> I'm a store owner. I may not be 100% Yosher with everything that I do. If I don't have Yerashamayim, and I'm in a situation, a relationship, I could do the right thing, or has shown the wrong thing. Lo Eleinu, Yerat Shamayim will steer me clear, will tell me do the right thing. Be honest, be open. When I'm going out on a date, make sure that I do the correct thing, that I go, I go in the right way. When I hear Yerashamayim, it sounds like a great piece of gossip. Wow, it's juicy. No, Yerachamayim. I pick myself up and I walk away. Something I see, it's not right. What you can't see in today's world, I don't know if there's anything that you can't see. I have Yerachamayim. I turn away. I turn around. I try to avoid it. Yerachamayim in all areas of life. That's what keeps me to be the person that I can grow. Not Yira that I'm couching in fear all the time and I'm upset and I'm nervous. None of that. Hashem's ways are pleasant ways. And he wants us only to grow with Ava, with great love and closest to him. Always remembering, I love my father. I respect him. Yira, I have fear from him. Because I, I am in awe of my father, of my mother. I never, ever want to lose that. And the same thing is with Hashem. I want to keep the element of Yira uh, in the component together with Ava. I want to have them both together because they will guide my life and keep me in the right way. We ask Hashem, please guide us in the right way. Keep me on the straight path. Beautiful. Okay, we'll go to our last question, and then we'll go to the closing. Um, an interesting question. Chazal and the Nevi'im were obsessed with the Geula, mentioning and yearning for it constantly. Why does our system have such a hard time talking about it? What can we tell our schools or parents to talk to the kids about it? Hi, it's an excellent question. Uh, the Nevi'im went to be Mechazek, uh, Klau Yisrael, in many, many different ways. Yermiyo, Yishayo, Yecheskel Novi, Malachi, Zechariah. You find uh, throughout many inferences to the Geula Asida, the future Geula. And the truth is, we uh, mention it many times, many times in our davening, Es Tzamach David, Uhu Yashmi'enu Barach Moshenis Le'enei Kol Chai. We always... Uh, make an inference to the Gula. The uh, very strong uh, component of education in, in the school should certainly uh, be inclusive of the future Gula, of the schar that will be in the future, that there is a time of Ikvis the Mashiach. Rebbe Chonan Wasserman saw it fit to produce a small, safer Ikvis of the Mashiach. It's available in English, The Footsteps of the Messiah, which uh, I recommend to anyone. It's my Rebbe's father, uh, and it happens to be a very, uh, let me say, it's a stark contrast to 
what a person might think is the uh, world today. It helps us to understand things within a Torah perspective. Uh, the reason that people are careful not to say too much about it is because we're not supposed to be those that calculate the day or say, I know when it's going to come or uh, to give a person false hope that it's going to be here by the end of the year or by Tubishvat uh, or whatever person is going to say. We have to be very careful. There is a Sefer, Akrisayomim. In Akrisayomim, it has uh, different Maimorim by Chobetz Chaim, Rebbe Chonon Vassaman, Rebbe Kiva Eger, in which uh, a person has to be very careful because what happens is when a person hears that uh, about Mashiach, uh, too much, it may have the opposite effect. It may have an effect where a person uh, feels that if Mashiach is not here, then we're not living life, or they may be waiting for Mashiach uh, in is the minute that it was supposed to come, it doesn't come, they could chalila lose their amuna. So it is a, uh, it's a tightrope that the mechanchim, uh, mechanchos walk, have to let us know about Mashiach, have to tell the children, they have to be clued into the Geula, the future Geula, which is extremely important for everybody to know about, for everybody to realize that we will have a part in, to know uh, that there are going to be great miracles and wonders that we're going to be privileged to see, and that we don't for one day give up our emuna. Every single day I'm waiting for Mashiach to come. Every day I say the animamin. Whether you say all the animamins or you sing it once or you just think it in your mind. We're waiting for Mashiach Tzidkenu to come. A little bit about the future, we can tell. But as the Rambam says in Hilchus Malachim, there are a lot of things that we don't have answers for right now that we're not able to pinpoint. I guess some uh, places are afraid that maybe they'll get some questions that will be a little bit difficult to answer. Uh, so there is, uh, there's a lot in the area, a lot that has to be spoken about. People do wonder about it, though. People do wonder what will happen in the future in the Achris Ayamim in Mashiach's time. And it would be very good to uh, reveal some of those sources. Of course, uh, we have in uh, Sanhedrin, in Parakhelik, we have many pages that discuss ideas of the future Geula Mashiach, and these things uh, certainly have to be brought out to people. Education is our best weapon. Uh, Chinuch is important. It builds everybody up, and a thousand percent, it does have to be spoken about. No question about it. Okay, so we're going to go to closing, and uh, afterwards you'll leave us with a few words. So, first of all, I want to thank you very much, and uh, to remember what, with what you started with the Eshev, Emuna, Simcha, and Betachen, which we should all be able to implement, even though sometimes it's hard, you know, baby steps, step by step, because what we heard tonight, Mashiach is coming. And uh, a lot of people are asking for the tefillah, which I'll send out in the email. You'll send it to me. And I'll send it out in the, the emails, which everybody should be able to have. So tonight's share 
was the memory of Menachem ben Devoir, should be a schus, and uh, a Yeshua and Rufua for all those that need it, which we heard tonight, and Bechlal, Bal Yisrael needs it, Hashem should help, we should all have Rufua Shulema. Amen. Tonight's sponsor, again, we have from Rabbi Daniel Katz, which is putting putting together a, uh, a meditation group. So I'll read, I'll read it off. March, it's, it's being a March, 150 Eden from around the world are getting together for four-day transformational meditation retreat. It's being at a resort in Tulum, Mexico. And the things that you'll learn there is number one, rapidly release fears and emotional blocks, maintain profound states of inner peace and joy, unleash your powers of intuition and healing, dramatically improve your concentration and kavana and tvila. Open your heart to more loving, authentic relationships. Access, access an infinite inner source of confidence, compassion, and love. And take your amuna and connection to Shabbos to a whole new level. Mr. Shen, I'll send out in the emails all the information for those that want it, the email. You can go now, www.elevationtulon.com. That's E-L-E-V-A-T-I-O-N. T-U-L-U-M.com for all the information. And uh, Asha is not here to make the closing. So we want to thank all the sponsors. And whoever wants the emails, send it to menachemberenko.com. You can sign up, menachemberenko.com. Any questions? And there were many questions that Mitzvah I'll forward to Rabbi Goldwasser. You can send it to coachmenachem at gmail.com. And Rabbi Goldwasser, if people want to reach out to you, where can they get the contact information? Uh, they can email contact the Rav, contact the Rav, R A V, just as it sounds, contact the Rav at gmail.com. Very good. So you send, send an email in. Also, if they could include a telephone number. Uh, in their email. Beautiful. Next week in Mitzvah Shem, we're having uh, a very powerful share. The Kabbalah of making money and success, how to create the vessel for the blessings to pour in. From Rabbi Manus Friedman, the same time, same place. And I want to thank everyone. Thank Rabbi David Olwasa. And now if you can leave us with a few words of physic, a few words that we can go home with in Mitzvah Shem. I would like to uh, first thank Coach Menachem and Rebasher. Uh, it is a simcha to be involved in this year. It's a simcha to be involved in the entire effort. And it's bringing the Klal Yisrael something so important. I believe it will be Mamaher, the Pame Mashiach. It will quicken the footsteps of Mashiach to our world. For everybody, we should keep a big big dose of chizuk to give to ourselves a tremendous amount of inspiration and encouragement, no matter what a person has gone through. Don't forget, Sheva Yipol Tzadik become Even the Tzadik falls down seven times and then eventually gets up. Even if you've fallen down, even if you've gone through a number of different things, never, ever be discouraged. Always Keep your hope in the future. Keep your hope in the Asid. Be inspired. Be encouraged. Each new day brings a completely new set of circumstances. 
yesterday's losses and yesterday's failures, don't take it with you going forward. The great Slonimer Rebbe, Zechat Tzadik Levracha, used to say, Eishes Lot, the wife of Lot. What happened? She became an Etziv Melach, a pillar of salt. Can you imagine an Oynesh? Not only a person didn't have a proper Kfura, but to be a pillar of salt, that's a real Oynesh. What'd she do wrong? What was her big Avera? What was her great sin? Says the Slonimer, she looked back. She wanted to look back on the old times. She didn't want to cut loose and move forward. She didn't want to go on. Because she looked back, she turned in to a pillar of salt. It is such a big Musar Haskell for us. Don't look back. Something upset you, try not to focus on it. Move on. Move ahead. Somebody wasn't nice to you. Don't get bogged down in it. Be Michael. Leave it. Some difficult situations a person had, never let them go on. I never forget, there was a prisoner that was let out of prison. And I went to visit him several times in prison. So when he was let out, he had the prison clothes that he was going to, uh, usually I guess they're discarded. He told me he wants to keep the prison clothes in his closet. Why? He can remember that time. And, uh, you know, it'll humble him, whatever. So he happened to mention it. I said to him, Rabbi keep the prison clothes and discard them at your very first chance. You do not want to carry on in life at Kufa. That was especially sad. It was sad for me. It was sad for me. You're incarcerated. I want you to go to a different life. When Klai Yisrael came out of Mitzrayim, they had to lose everything that they had, including the Aeneas. They had to go out with riches. They had to go out different. Ibn Ezra says, slave mentality accompanied some of them that left and held them back from future Hatzlacho. A person always has to know Whatever we did, whatever we finished, we close the book, we close the page, we close the safer. Tomorrow is a new day. I can start, I can reach for the stars. I can be Ishmatzliah. I can be the most wonderful, successful person in the world. It doesn't matter how many times that I failed. Doesn't doesn't matter how low that I went. A fascinating idea is that sometimes a person gets in the quicksand. So they start to sink lower. The more they try to get out, the lower they go. There's only one way to get out. A person has to latch on to something higher, to pull themselves up, not to let themselves go from one sadness to the next, but rather to latch on to Torah, to let it become the power in their life, Open up a safer when a person's down. Rabbi Elchanan tells us, and there are many, you open up a safer. It has the ability to make us happy. You open up any safer you want. You take a look at it and you open it up. 
you see a pasuk, it inspires you. Make up your own shot. Make up your own uh, idea. Shivam Torah. There's 70 faces of the Torah. You yourself, lift yourself up. Don't allow yourself for a moment to be down. Because Hashem is waiting for us. Sometimes we have to let ourselves up. As Rabbi Noach Weinberg, Zechot Tzadik Livrocha, once said, Asei L'charav. Maybe you don't have your Rebbe. Maybe you don't have the right Rebbe. Maybe you can't find the Rebbe. Asei L'charav. So make yourself the Rebbe. <laughs> Inspire yourself. Lift yourself up. He said it in his own intimate way. Asei L'charav. Make yourself a Rebbe. Make yourself a Rebetzin. Pick yourself up. Hashem Yisbarach is waiting for you. You'll have Siyat Dishmaya. Ask Hashem, Mikimi Ask Hashem, lift you up even you're down in the dirt. Don't worry about it. That was yesterday. But today, shoot for the stars. Amen. Thank you very much. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you next week. Hashem. The same time, same place. Have a good night. And good night, Yashikoyach Godel. Thank you and big brach and for everybody. Amen.